Welcome to the Hello Lovely Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Williams, and I teach women how to be themselves. As an exclusive life coach for women, I'll teach you how to manage anxiety, make decisions you're confident in, and stop beating yourself up. So let's get started. Hello, lovelies. Here we are, another episode. It was a year ago that I launched the podcast. And wow. (laughs) I'm looking back this morning and just thinking about how amazing this year has been. First of all, it feels like a flash in the pan. Have you guys heard that saying before? (laughs) It feels like that. It has been an incredible year and so many experiences in it. The people I've met and the journeys I've had and the privilege to be on these journeys with these women has changed my life. So the first thing I want to do on this episode is thank you. Thank you so much for being here. You are the reason that I'm here. (laughs) You are the reason I create this content and share. So thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your love, your support, for listening, for being on my journey with me. And thank you to my clients who have been a part of my own growth and journey. I love you guys. And really, it's a beautiful moment to reflect on just how much We all impact each other's lives. Yes, you work on goals. And yes, you put in the physical work. And when you interact with people and you are sharing and giving and opening up and being honest, you can't help but learn and grow yourself from watching other people's journeys. So a huge thank you and love to my clients and to all of you listening. Okay, we can wipe the tears away and the sniffles. (laughs) Wipe those sniffles away. Today, we're going to talk all about resilience. What is it? Why do you need it? What small thing happens that prevents it? That's a good one. And what can you do in advance to be proactive, knowing that small thing's going to happen. What? (laughs) Okay. So Google went to Google and Google had two definitions that I snatched that I wanted to use for today. I'm going to read both and then I'm going to tell you which one is my favorite. I think you're going to know which one is my favorite, but here we go. Resilience. One the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness. Two, the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape, elasticity. Can you tell which one is my fave? Number two, of course. (laughs) You guys know me so well. Okay. The ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape, elasticity. Yes, it's accurate that resilience is recovering from difficulties and a toughness, for sure. And I love to think that being resilient is also springing back an elasticity. Ooh, just love that. It's a 50-50, really, as with so many things in our lives. 
Sometimes resilience will follow a circumstance that was hard, traumatic, and life-changing. Sometimes the act of resilience will feel like a small shift where you bounce right back, like elastic. I love them both. But today I want to use definition number two. When it comes to goals we dream about, we get very excited. Y'all are sensitive like me. Y'all have um, beautiful emotions. (laughs) Emotional women like me, that is such a gift. And when we get that high and realize it's possible, woo! Like we are ready to go. We've got like all the obstacles, not a problem. We can imagine ourselves there. We are so committed. We are on. We buy all the things. We make all the plans. And part of the dreaminess of the goal here is there's an idea. We may not see it, but there's an idea that when we get there and accomplish that goal, we're going to be problem free (laughs) to some degree. It's, it's a little bit sneaky, right? And the way I'm describing it is kind of big, like problem-free. If you were to just acknowledge, oh, when I get to this goal, I think I'm going to be problem-free, most of you would say, most of us, myself included, would be like, no, no, I, I don't think that. But to some degree, our brain is getting high. That's like dopamine because it thinks back there in the automatic part of your brain that reaching this goal will mean, oh, when I get there, I'll have no problems. I'll love myself when I get there. I'll know exactly what to do. I'll never have problems again, okay? (laughs) So just, I want you to be onto that, that that's back there. It's not a problem either. But that idea that when I lose the weight, when I get married, when I get the promotion, when I buy the house. But what happens is when we accomplish it, we're still a human. What? (laughs) How does this happen? We put so much work in, but we are still a human and circumstances don't change that part. Our emotions are still like a battery, part positive, part negative, all emotions. And what happens is on the way to reaching the goal, there's an expectation to some flavor that because we're all in and committed to it, it will be problem free to get there to some degree. Okay, so you see what I'm saying? So not only will it be like problem-free when we get there and accomplish it, but because we're so all in, so committed, so clear on what we want, the journey, the goal itself and reaching it itself, that process will be problem-free to some degree. But again, when we start a goal and go after it, we're still human. What? (laughs) How is this possible? Goals don't change that part. Goals don't change that we're going to be a human when we start them. We still have emotions. And you guys, emotions are a huge part of our experience. They really are a big, huge part of our experiences. And resilience is a reminder that we will feel feelings when we set goals and when we reach goals. And that is not a problem. Resilience is a reminder that our lives are a little bit like a car. We are the vehicle. And at intervals, we need refueling. Whether it's gas or electric or solar, whatever. The fact that our car needs fuel, not a problem. 
It's only a problem when we ignore the low fuel alert and pretend we can drive this car without having to stop for fuel. When you plan a trip, you expect the Phillips. That's what resilience is in goals and life in general. So even without specific goals, expect you'll have the unexpected. And not in a disempowering way. Just knowing things don't have to go perfectly as planned and I can still take care of myself. And I can still know I'm going to live a beautiful life. And I can still know I'm going to reach goals when I set them. And even when the timeline is not what I expect, I'm getting there. Expect that you'll want support. Expect that you'll put in effort. Expect that you'll need rest. Expect people won't understand you. And expect that you'll still be a human (laughs) when you reach your goals. The point of setting and reaching goals is not because when you get there, you're emotion free or problem free. The point is because they're fulfilling and they're unique to your experience. This is the beauty of decision and variety and choices. Who you become, you, who you become on the way to reaching these goals is a person with more experiences, more endurance, more connection, more understanding, life on purpose. Emotions are along for the journey no matter what goals we do or don't do. Without resilience, the commitment to bounce back, be flexible, (laughs) that one, without that resilience, we're surprised when things don't go perfectly and then be tempted to quit. But quitting is temporary because this goal is important to you. You'll be right back to it. (laughs) So resilience is not a weakness. And success doesn't come without it. I'm going to say that again. Success doesn't come without resilience. We may interpret someone's success as problem-free, but it's not. Know that now. And reaching your goals are still so worth it. Okay, y'all feel the passion here? (laughs) Y'all know, I'm emotional, I'm sensitive, right? You're going to get all the juicy goodness of that. I love to give the example of my China trip because I really wanted to go. I had dreamed about the Great Wall since I was a kid, knew it was something I would do one day. Didn't know when, knew it was happening, like 100%. So when the trip was in the plans and the flights were booked and the food tours were scheduled and I had an interpreter that I found on TripAdvisor and I was like so excited, once all of that was booked, I freaked out. I wanted to cancel everything. The thought of the unknowns and the flight and the whatevers, people's opinions about me wanting to travel, it seemed too much emotionally, right? So I want you guys, I want to point that out. It seemed too much. How? Emotionally. When you're sensitive and you're emotional, which remember, those are superpowers. Those are really beautiful. When those emotions seem too much and we leave that unquestioned, we may have heightened anxiety and fear. And that's what happened to me. 
There were several nights I woke up with anxiety and fear, wanted to cancel. At the same time, I wanted to go. I thought canceling would calm my anxiety. I thought changing my circumstance would calm my anxiety. But I still wanted to go. Funny, right? (laughs) I know you can relate. Let me tell you something. That trip to China was epic. It was incredible. I loved it. I would have missed it. My dream. If I didn't use resilience as a tool. Okay? I didn't know it was resilience at the time. This was before I was an emotional coach for women and before I knew how actually sensitivity and being emotional was actually such a powerful, beautiful gift of creativity. I didn't know that at the time. But that's exactly what it was. Resilience. Acknowledging the discomfort, which are emotions. That's what discomfort is. Recommitting to why I wanted it. Giving myself space to feel my feelings without changing the circumstance. And imagining what it would be like to be there at my goal. And there was China. That, my friends, can be applied in any circumstance. And that's resilience. So I'm going to walk through those again to kind of have an outline of what resilience looks like if you had to break it down in steps, okay? (laughs) Acknowledge the discomfort. What emotion is that for you? It's only an emotion, okay? Recommitting to why you want it. Give yourself space to feel your feelings. That means no judgment zone. You're not doing it wrong. Emotions make sense. And imagine what it's going to be like when you're there. Whatever that goal is. That's resilience. Being comfortable in your skin, managing your emotions, really understanding your emotions, where they're coming from, how being emotional and sensitive is actually quite powerful and beautiful. You don't have to fight against those. Getting healthier, changing jobs, learning more about yourself and your emotional sensitivities, all of those things will take resilience. There will be moments where everything is going as expected. And I guarantee you, there will be moments when you need to fill that tank. Just be ready to support yourself in that way. Plan in advance to have your back. Check in with how you feel. Don't tell yourself you can't do it. You shouldn't be feeling this or dredge yourself. Keep going. Just like that car, you will fill it with gas. And you'll turn it off. (laughs) The car doesn't stay on 24-7. Resilience includes effort and understanding that rest is just as valuable. This is a combo that is really your own. The combo between effort and rest. No one else has been in your body, emotions, or experiences. And so you are the best person to determine what that looks like. Trust yourself to know that. I help women do that. Emotions are a big part of that. Remember I said at the beginning I was going to share a small thing that can happen that prevents resilience? It has to do with emotion. Discouraged, 
deflated, disappointed, unworthy. Those are emotions. Those emotions in themselves are not a problem. The small thing that happens is when we feel them and think they're a problem, as if the only way to stop the feeling is to change the circumstances. That's the small thing that can happen, is thinking we have to change our circumstances to feel relief or that those emotions are a problem. That's not the case, my friends. Those emotions are not a problem. Just like a battery, you're part positive, part negative. Resilience is filling that emotional tank. Rest, effort, recommitting, any combo of those actions will work, but not coming from a place of force, but resilience. Reminding yourself that you can do this, and this is the part where you get to resupport yourself and see the progress you've already made. Listen, we're never doing it perfectly, so the pressure is off, but we're doing it. That's what matters. Sometimes people will tell you you're crazy or that it's too hard and you don't have to do this, but you know that already. You don't have to do it. That's not why you're working on this goal. You want it and it's something that means something to you. That contributes to your life on purpose. We don't have to do anything. Don't let your brain trick you that it's easier or pointless when it feels hard. Resilience is a part of the process. It's part of progress always. It's not a problem. And if you're hearing this and thinking, oh man, I want some of that, let's talk. Book a clarity call and go to my website, misschristywilliams.com. Click on work with Christy to get those deets and book your private call to learn more. All right, lovelies, have a beautiful week. Thank you for joining me for a year on these podcasts. I love you so much and I'll see you next time. Hey, lovely. If you want to be more confident on the outside, you have to start on the inside. If you don't take time to create an amazing relationship with yourself, it will show up in every other area of your life. If you feel stuck or don't know how to be yourself, I invite you to work with me one-on-one. Go to misschristywilliams.com and sign up for a free call to join my six-month program. That's M-S-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-Williams.com, and I'll see you in session.